You are listening to the Cowboy Talk podcast being recorded from the attic of the North Lake High School shop. I'm your host, Eddie Brown, and my second host, Max Warfel. Today's special guest, Justin Sharp. And Mr. Waldron. Just hey. walked in. Are we in? Yeah, yeah. we're live. We're. Uh, How are you doing, Eddie? Good to be here again. Good. Mr. Waldron's jumping in here. Uh, yeah. Welcome, everyone. This is uh, the podcast with uh, Mr. Waldron and Justin Sharp. So, uh, how's everyone doing today? Not too bad. I uh, I spent all day scouring the internet for intro outro music, so I think I'm finally gonna get my own podcast going. After sh- after helping you guys, I was like, man, the, I think I want to do this. again. The sharp side coming back. Yeah, I think so. So uh, yeah, we uh, updated the studio. We'll talk a little bit about that. Um, so, uh, Mr. Algen, how's the week been in shop? It's been an okay week. I've spent an extraordinary amount of time making students clean up their messes this week, which makes me angry. But all in all, it's been a good week, Eddie. Yeah, you had pictures uh, showing the students, and I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, yeah, as soon as you said everybody sit down and take a look at these pictures I took, I was like, oh, I knew we were all going to get like a shame talk pretty much. Yeah, that's what it was. I took pictures of all the messes and stuff they screwed up on last uh, yesterday and left all their all the tools they left out. So nice. That's what they're talking about, Justin. It was a shame talk. <laughs> Did it work, Max? Yeah, what, the the pictures and yes. stuff. Yes, I mean the shaming to get students to clean up their mess. I sure hope so. Well, uh, thoughts on the new update on the podcast studio? I like it. Um, when you walk in here, it doesn't feel like you're walking on marbles of dirt now because it's all swept out. Yeah, you got a good sign behind you now. You got some good lighting in here. I like it. Little, little context: we got some Christmas lights. We got some Mario lights in here. Um, and uh, we moved the the actual whole setup over here. Just make it a lot more better so that you know people can have uh, stools. They're sitting around the around everything. Um, but yeah. Uh, ooh, what made you start the cowboy talk? What made you guys start the cowboy talk podcast? Ooh, um, so I think it was it was like mid January of 2020. Uh, I'm a big podcast listener. I Joe Rogan, all kinds of other people. I barely listen to music, so. Um, I walk into the ag room, the classroom there, and Mr. Waldron has, like, piles of microphone equipment and sound boxes sitting on the table. Like, had no idea what we were going to do with it, but I was like, we should do something with that, Mr. Waldron. So I think it was probably a group of, what, four of us about? Got it all set up. It took about a week and a half. Um, people just coming in, trying to figure out what worked, figure out what didn't work. And finally, after long last, we got the actual equipment going. Um, and Clayton Cooper and Mr. Waldron and I sat down, and we recorded our first podcast episode. Um, and it was pretty bad <laughs> i remember i, I remember was, listening to it, it it was pretty rough yeah. uh, it was a learning experience but to get to the why of it i think you know we didn't necessarily really know why at the beginning uh we just thought that it'd be this cool thing to do but it turned out to be a really cool resource for people to listen to over covid we'd interview teachers interview mr kerr and it just kind of gave something or people something to listen to over that so i would say it morphed into just this thing that the community could listen to that, that we put together it was in the COVID area and I, I definitely think that that helped a lot of people because you're cooped up inside and i think hearing you know people actually talk and not just in your household i think it was a great uh great for everyone and i think the podcast brought a lot of uh, happiness to a, a lot of people um, and so, you know, the second one is what equipment did you guys start with? Like, first off, did you guys have all this fancy stuff? Uh, yeah, you're kind of looking at it. I mean, we had these two mics. We had that red, for those who, who can't see this, we had that, uh, it's called the red focus, right? Sound boxes. It basically takes two microphones and puts them together. Um, we had this big fancy soundboard that 
didn't really do much of anything. We is could that the one out. that's sitting over there? <clears throat> yep, that's the one. Yeah, I, we looked at it's... that and we're like, yeah, that's just too complicated. We have a soundboard hopefully coming, uh, a digital one. Um, it's going to be a lot better. We could, uh, you know, intro and some, yeah. put some more uh, sound effects yeah, in. Yeah, the other one was a bit above our pay grade. We could never really get it figured <laughs> out. <laughs> uh, uh, thoughts on me and Eddie bringing this podcast back? I really enjoy to see it. Um, like I said, I think this is something good that not only people the school can listen to, that the community can listen to. Um, there's a lot of parents out there who sometimes feel like they don't have a good insight into what's going on in a school. And I mean, what better way to change, to change that insight, uh, than having two students make a podcast with people in the school and share it on the internet. Uh, so I think it's really good. I think it gives you guys something good to work on something that gives you a little bit of purpose and, um, can help you learn a really good medium. Cause I mean, if we all know how to talk, then we all know how to communicate and the world's a better place. So I'm, I'm glad to see you guys doing it. Right. Right uh let's see uh any advice for us you know bringing this podcast bike any advice for us in the future for us Ooh, um i would say from a production's perspective it's the little details that count um it's just making sure all the audio's just right all the little things that you wouldn't think of um but from an entertainment perspective i would say just talk to people learn how to talk to people learn how to keep a conversation going don't necessarily be like talking to people going man this is going to make the greatest podcast ever but just have good conversations with people and you will make a good product oh. yeah so 240k through 12 um i go to oklahoma state university i'm an agriculture education major so i'm uh, trying to do the same job mr waldron has right now when i get out uh 1500 miles away stillwater oklahoma 22,000 students it was a big jump um luckily i think what helped me the most is i joined a fraternity alpha gamma rho um, and while I know fraternities get really bad raps for, you know, being big party animals at Oklahoma State, it's a dry campus, so it's a little different. It's a lot more mellow. Um, but what that did is it's put me in a community where I could just get really close friends, be adapted pretty quickly, and I honestly love it. How is um, the drive uh, between there and here? Uh, really boring. So you make it across Idaho, and it's like, yeah, okay, this isn't bad. And then you get to Wyoming and Kansas and Colorado, and it is just flat nothing. So oh it's a long, boring drive, but uh, it's worth it. People in Oklahoma are great. It's a great school. Um, a lot of great people in agriculture, and I love it. Hey, uh, how close are you to Oklahoma City? Uh, so Stillwater sits exactly an hour from both Oklahoma City and Tulsa, right. so it's like halfway between both of them, so about an hour. Yep. Mm. So uh, what did you go to college for? Uh, I am an agriculture education major. So um, in Oregon, at Oregon State, they have an agri they actually don't have an agriculture education undergrad, which means that for the first four years of college, you, you don't go to be an ag teacher, but you get a master's degree to be an ag teacher. Um, but at Oklahoma State, I'm going for my undergrad to be an ag teacher. Oh, wow. What is the college life in Stillwater, uh, Oklahoma? Like, what's it like? Yeah. Um. <laughs> It's not as exciting as the movies portray. Uh, there's not a lot as advertised. Of, yeah, no, there's, there's a lot of essays. There's a lot of presentations, a lot of quizzes, but um, I really like it. The thing about Oklahoma State is that, like I said, there's 22,000 students, but mm. especially in the Ferguson College of Agriculture, when you walk through the front doors, you feel like you're in a small school again. Um, a lot of the same background type of people. Everybody kind of knows each other, and it's just a very homey feel. So I think, I think if I had to pick one word to describe like the experience, it's just community. 
So Oklahoma State, that's the Cowboys, right? Yeah, so yeah. So went from the North Lake Cowboys to the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Yeah, once a Cowboy, always a Cowboy, What, what kind of activities do you have there? Like, do you guys have pool, basketball, court, kind of stuff you yeah. guys got there? Yeah, so I mentioned I'm, I live in a fraternity house. Uh, there are 93 people in the house. It is, wow. I believe it's the largest. Yeah, it's massive. Is it an ag fraternity? Yep, yep. Okay. Yeah, Alpha Gamma Rho. Got it. Um, wow. I believe it's probably the largest chapter of AGR in the country. Uh, but because of that, there is always something going on. Uh, we have a pool table downstairs. We have this like quarter basketball court so we can shoot basketball if we want. Um, there's this entire rec center. Uh, it's got like three floors, indoor track, weightlifting, pool, tennis, wow. basketball, whatever you want. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff to do. College, it's kind of like a mini city of only teenagers and early 20s. That's kind of how, <laughs> how the college campus is. Not definitely not as advertised. No. <laughs> uh, do you have any classes in person or are they online? Yeah, they're all in person. Yep. Uh, uh, actually, I take that back. There's one online class I'll be taking this next semester, uh, just because that's the way my schedule worked out. But yeah, all of them are in person as far as um, the ones that I wanted to be. Yeah. So what was uh, what was your time like as a, a state FFA officer? Oh man, that is good. I. <laughs> This is a sound cheesy. Need a whole new podcast. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I get goosebumps just thinking about it. It it unequivocally was probably the best year of my life yet, um, for many reasons. But I think mainly because after coming out of COVID, everybody was just kind of in this mess state where they didn't really know what they wanted to do because they didn't really know what FFA was. Um, nobody at the time even barely kind of knew what even a state officer was if they weren't an FFA before. Like a lot of the younger students had no idea who we were. Um, and throughout the entire year, we got to see steady progress of that changing. And by the end of the year, we ended it with this massive, exciting state convention that was some of the best times That's of my cool. life. So, I, yeah, it was, it was incredible. Yeah, wow. Uh, we asked all of our guests this. Um, what best advice do you have for kids that struggle? Kids that struggle. I think I would say find a purpose. Find something that, that makes you feel like you have a reason. Um, I notice that when I'm outside of college, when I don't have something to do, I just kind of feel low. I feel like I don't have um, anything that's driving me. So um, whether it be maybe even starting a podcast, figuring out that you like to read, figuring out that you like to learn, uh, find something that gives you purpose and find something that's productive. And on top of that, find something that contributes to the lives of others. Um, when you're independent, when you're on your own, that might feel okay for a little bit, but people are social creatures. You got to be doing something with other people. Um, so I would say find something that gives you purpose, preferably find something that gives purpose to others as well. Mr. Walgen, you got a, you got a piece of advice or a quote? Do I? Yeah. <laughs> no. Wow. Was I supposed to come with a piece of no. advice or a quote? Mm-hmm. I, Max? I, I, I answer uh-huh. this, I answer this question every day. So I, I, no, I, I like what, I like what Justin said and, I guess my only piece of advice for students who struggle is hang in there. Life does get better, and and yeah. I, I, I was gonna say, uh, if you stay positive in a negative negative situation, you win. Yeah. I like yeah, it. that's great. Yeah. That's um, what's going on my uh, quote thing on the yearbook, but yeah. And, I, and there's this really good book. It's called Extreme Leadership by Jocko Willink, um, and it, it's kind of about how if you take ownership for the things you do, and if you do things that make you uncomfortable. While it doesn't feel good in the moment, you're actually going to be a happier person. And I think that as a society in general, today, and I'm only you know, 19 years old, so this might be some big words for somebody only my age, I feel like there's a lot of people who live for the short-term satisfaction of things. Um, and if you do things that 
push you a little bit, make you struggle, but in the end, make you a better person, I think you'll find happiness. So I guess those two things, purpose and do things that make you uncomfortable, that'd be my biggest piece. How, how was your high school life? Uh, it was interesting. So two years were normal. Uh, junior year, everything was awesome. We are like, yeah, FFA, going to go to state convention next week. And then overnight, school got canceled. Um, I think I was laying in bed. It was like 9.30 p.m. and the news broke that our governor at the time had canceled school for only two weeks, which turned into, what, four months-ish? Cause no, for the first... even longer than that. <laughs> it was it a was, while. Uh, we didn't return back to school that year we actually it was the following september i think or october um that we i think we were able to return but it was uh, a and b schedule so kids were only able to come on tuesdays and thursdays and the other group was able to come on mondays yeah. and uh wednesdays yeah yeah and uh, everyone ha- was required uh to wear a mask at all times everyone was six feet apart um and then for the kids that you know weren't on the, that day they had to do everything online yeah it was not a good time and i can tell you that uh, students had a rough time and it was not fun and teachers had a rough time and it was not fun for us either it was it was miserable for everybody parents oh, everybody I and i that was an interesting day be, because i don't remember i don't know if you remember justin but they called all the fa kids into the library yep, i remember that and exact Mr. time Kerr came in and said sorry state convention no trip yeah it was awful yeah remember Gosh. scott wagner oh it was yeah awful. yeah so it was upset. it was a bad so day upset. oh yeah he yeah because he was a he had an, a grant like a, a special thing he was doing uh doing a presentation at dinner that they were going to recognize scott and then he got that pulled out from under and it was awful yeah Ooh, gosh. yeah i will I, I think i mean the biggest takeaway from that is that after after that i think it was that day really because wasn't that the last day we were in school mm-hmm. yeah after that day high school was much different um and I'm not going to lie for, for me, it wasn't too bad because I like school. I kept up on things and my friend group would go do things outside of school. Um, but I mean, I, I feel bad for those who didn't have that luxury because it would have been rough. Cause I mean, for a lot of students out here, school is what brings people together and what gives them something to do. Yeah. School's uh, feeling a lot more normal now, now that we don't have to wear a mask and follow <laughs> all the, you know, procedures. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I definitely agree. Um, what do you like about the school, and what would you change? Are you talking about North Lake School? Yeah. Yeah. About this school? Um, and you can mention your school, too. Okay, okay. Yeah, we'll start with North Lake. Uh, I think what what Holly said yet, well, we recorded it yesterday, but you guys will listen later. Uh, what Holly said on the podcast yesterday, how it's a community, how everybody knows it, everybody, um, I think that's probably my favorite part of it, just knowing that um, there might be small school drama, but in the end, we're all together as one community. That's probably my favorite part. Yeah. Um, and, and as Mr. Walder knows, I think that kind of translates to the staff side too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember hearing one of the best places to work for a teacher for a K through 12 school, and I thought that was really neat. So, I, I would agree with Holly. The community is probably my favorite part of this school. And as for Oklahoma State, um, it's similar, but it's different. I think here everybody knows everybody, which makes a community. But there, everybody supports the same thing, which makes a community. Because if, mm. if you're in Stillwater on game day, you will see everybody goes nuts for the Oklahoma State Cowboys. <laughs> and uh, People in general just love Oklahoma State. So I think that passion and that love for one common thing is my favorite part about Oklahoma mm, State. Wow. Hey, I have a question on that. So if Oklahoma State is a dry campus, how does the tailgating work? Uh, so <laughs> you're going to love this. It's okay. a dry campus except for game oh, days. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yep. I, so, I couldn't have guessed. So during during college football, if there's a home game, it's a dry campus from Sunday through Sunday through Friday night and then Saturday morning. It's all it's uh 
everything Wild. goes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And do they have rules about that, or is it just like they don't care? About the tailgating? Yeah. Or about like everything that goes on the tailgating and everything? Um, I mean, I haven't seen it enforced too much. I think they just kind of open it up, and it's like a regular college campus that day, because, you know, you have... Have you guys ever been to a tailgating or anything like that? Um, I've been to a couple uh, private ones. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, you kind of get the idea, like, from what you've seen online, maybe people, you know put up tents, pull out their barbecues, pull out their pickups and cars, and it's just like a little barbecue outside on college campus. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's fun. It's the best part of college day. Yeah. I go to some Oregon State games, and the, the tailgating is the best part of the whole day. Oh, yeah, way better than the actual football game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what in your life has contributed to your success in the school and, and the FFA organization? Ooh. Man, you guys are asking. This is uh, a question from Miss Stark, so you can say hi. This is a question from Miss Stark. Thank yep. you, Miss Stark, <laughs> making me think. Um, it's the people, hundred percent. Those are yeah. Um, even if, how do I put this? If it wasn't for the people that pushed me to do things and gave me the opportunities, then there's no way I, you know, would have done state office or gone to Oklahoma State or anything like that. Um, I can obviously name names mr waldron if he wouldn't have taken me to soils freshman year and i think it was september or october no way i would have kept doing ffa because that trip in general just sparked it um there's a guy a mentor of mine named jason wetzler if he wouldn't have told me about a scholarship at oklahoma state and told me all the good things about alpha gamma Rho, i would not be there um so it's really just the people around you and i think that advice goes for everybody um, find a good core group of people, find somebody that can help you, that can support you, and you can do the same to them, uh, and you'll go places. Can't do anything alone, anything meaningful alone. And uh, since you said you like schooling, and I'm not going to ask what you're doing when you're not working because you're probably going to say school, uh, what, uh, what is your favorite thing to do when you're not doing school and work? Yeah, I would like that. I was going to say, don't just say work because that's what everybody Because he's else just says. going to say yeah. school. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's a good question. I think... It's kind of tough because I really, you know, like in the summertime, I love working. And when I'm not working in the summertime, <laughs> I love school. My, my yeah. point exactly. Yeah, that's a that's a common trend among podcast guests. Uh, I think, you know, if I could get the podcast going again, I think that's something that I love doing. If, if that doesn't count towards work. Um, one of my favorite things to do in Stillwater is, you know, go to the gym and work out. I think I just really mm -hmm. enjoy um, exerting myself and doing things like that, even though, like I said, they're not comfortable in the moment. Uh, so I... I think it probably comes down, you know, reading, you know, uh, podcasting when I can, working out, things like that. So nothing crazy. Uh, yeah. So uh, question for Justin. Uh, if you had have a dream car or truck, oh. what, what is it? <clears throat> can I do both? Yeah, you can okay. do both. So parked outside right now, um, there is a 1977 Ford F-250 uh, that needs a lot of work. It was actually the first thing that I drove after I got my license. But if I had that pickup with and hopefully people listening understand all these terms a 12 valve cummins which is out of a dodge it's a diesel engine if it had that completely restored if it was gunmetal gray and saddle brown on the outside flatbed was painted that would be my dream pickup uh dream car hmm i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with a mustang gt350r Ooh. yeah you you were are you gonna uh restore that truck I want to. I hope so. You but should. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like uh, it's like podcasting where it's one of those things that I really want to do, but I have to find time to do it. Right. And with, and with that, more money to do it, and it just hasn't come around. But someday it will be. So yeah. it's a uh, Ford. Yeah. Uh, so Wyatt's got a uh, 95 F250. 
two, three fifty. Um, he's he's uh, building a, a mega cab right now. Yeah. Four door, and uh, so that project and seeing that come together, it's a really sick truck. Um, and he's always talked about having a four door, and so I, I'm glad that he's able to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah. I have a question. I know it's not on the paper, but do Go you have any suggestions and or things that you wanted to do with the podcast that you couldn't be able to do? Ooh, um, I mean, I, I think I always kind of thoroughly enjoyed my time. See, my favorite part of the podcast is when you would say, like, I want these five guests to come on, and they were long shots, like state legislatures, senators, yeah. uh, and that's, that's a lot of what we did. Um, so I'd send emails to their staff, and when you get a reply – um, it's like the best feeling ever. So I think more of that probably just like reach out for guests that mm. were what you didn't think you could achieve, but just kind of aim higher and maybe you'll get a response. So I would say, yeah, get, get more maybe high profile guests, but also don't forget the other people that you interview. Yeah. I definitely so. think Max could, you know, we should definitely reach out to them. Yeah, this Max, this is actually why Justin started his own podcast because he want to talk politics <laughs> and we'd go over the outline says, you're not talking about that. You're, we're scratching out that question. And, so, and I said, if you want to talk about that, start your own podcast. And that's exactly yep. what he did. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, so final words of wisdom for the seniors listening and choosing colleges, scholarships and school in general. Uh, I'm going to say, don't put anything out of the picture that you don't think can happen. Um, if I would have been, you know, asked, are you going to go to Oklahoma State my senior year of high school? Uh, thought it was too far away from home. Thought I wasn't going to be able to afford it. Uh, I think if you really put your mind to things, there's a way to make it work. So if you want to go to school in Washington, D.C., figure out a way to school, go to school in Washington, D.C. If you want to go to Florida and enjoy your time on the beaches, do it. Any questions for us? Um, yeah, okay, my biggest question. I could ask questions all day, but <laughs> my biggest <laughs> question, uh, what motivated you guys to get this going again? Max, you want to you start off with that? I guess so. Um, I, I kind of thought that it would be a kind of a good idea. I mean, my first thought about doing about what to do with this podcast is to maybe have some of the new teachers on here and introduce them to people that may not be at school knowing them and may not be working with them or know them. So I kind of thought it would be a good idea to just kind of introduce everyone to all the new teachers that don't get to meet them in person. And uh, I kind of mentioned this. Uh, so I came up here and, you know, saw all the podcast stuff and I, I uh, you know, started listening to the episodes and I was like, I definitely think that we need to bring this back. Um, and I, I'm glad that we did. You know, we got Mr. Missile's episode out. We got Miss Frischman's episode out. Uh, Miss Holly Vore, uh, that episode is going to be released on Tuesday. This episode will be released on Wednesday. And then uh, the Thursday uh, won't be an episode. I'm just going to take a break uh, for that and figure out next guest. Um, but, yeah. Uh, hey, hey, I want to answer the question, too. Yeah. And so one thing that when we started doing this, Justin, is, and my philosophy is, is, Every student is going to work every day in shop and talking to Max and Eddie and says, I don't care what you do, but you're going to do something. And so they were up here rummaging around and like Eddie said, he saw all this stuff and says, oh, we should be doing podcasts. Says, then do it, but you're going to work every day. And this is what they've done, getting this ready for the last several weeks. And that's what they're going to do for the rest of the semester. Yeah, you pretty dollars. much said if you're going to, if you want to do it, you better do it right. That's right. And uh, Mr. Waldron, what do you think about, you know, the studio update? Because we got Justin's insight on that. That's pretty fancy. They're pretty fancy up here in the attic of the shop. Yeah. Best the attic has looked in 20-some years, That's huh? That's right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we tried. I, 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 Over last night, I was like, you know, 
you know, the podcast area is a little messy, so I'm glad we, uh, me and Max put our heads together and yeah. uh, sort of fixed everything, and uh, it's a lot more neater, cleaner, and I think it's going to run more efficient from, uh, from now on. Um, do you guys have anything to say? Yeah, I think, you know, my final message for this is, like, go you guys for doing this. Um, I have a massive amount of respect for you guys for getting this back up, finding guests, figuring out how to edit. Um, it's a lot of work, as you guys know. Uh, editing is boring. You have to listen to everything that you just said and figure out where the little tiny imperfections are, and you guys are willing to do it. So go, you guys. Yeah, and I I just want to say this, and I really appreciate you, Justin, for taking the time uh, to call us and text us and, and help us when we do and uh, yeah. to lend us this MacBook Air um, and uh, let us borrow it for this. I think it's going to be a lot better. This program that we're on is a lot better, and it runs a lot smoother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it makes editing and everything a little bit easier. And so I'm, I'm really thankful that you came and uh, opened your arms up and uh, helped us get this ready. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. It was uh, there. Yeah, it's a lot. This software makes a lot thing things is a lot more easier and understand understandable what you're doing. And the nice thing is if we lose a part accidentally, we can go back. Yep. And and uh, the other, other software, we, we couldn't do that. We lost it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was most uh, it was really frustrating. But um, I'm glad that we're on this new software. <clears throat> Um, but you guys have any final thoughts? Yeah, I think I'm good. You, Mr. Walden? No, I'm good. All right. All right. A huge thanks for uh, to you, Justin Sharp, and Mr. Walden for taking 30 minutes out of your workday uh, for to talking to us in, up in the attic. You guys can check this new episode out. You guys can listen to the Cowboy Talk podcast, which can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcast, Podbean, Northlake FFA Facebook page. Please give us a five-star review. Share this podcast with your friends. Thanks for listening. Cowboy Talk out.